distance in existence join the resistance come on let's start by talking tactics have a pass and match us here's how we practice the last Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And this week we're doing... Dumb and Dumber versus Me Time. Yeah, I had not heard of Me Time. It uh, was... You recommended that. Uh, okay, recommend is a harsh word. Well, no, uh, no. I had the idea to do bad comedy movies because I thought it would be funny and... uh if you listen to our last episode on bad comedy movies, I was wrong. And uh, the I wanted to do like from bit different eras. So right. uh, I think last week's uh, more moderate, modern one or last episode's more modern one was, was that filmed by you? The, uh, that film 23 or whatever it was called. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Me time was found when I did a search of bad 2020 uh, comedy. Yeah. Movies. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to suggest that you thought <laughs> I should. I had to watch it because uh, I didn't. But we'll get to that one. We're and starting then. with Dumb and Dumber, which I had. Uh, I've seen other Farrelly Brothers movies. I've seen uh, There's Something About Mary, which I find hilarious. I've seen Kingpin, which I remember being funny, but I don't haven't seen that since I was in theaters. It was same, yeah. Something about Mary and Kingpin both. I I thought were hilarious at the time. I like the Three Stooges. I know I'm one of the few. I think that's their last comedy before they started doing other Racist things. Racist dramas, yeah. Yes. Uh, I can't think of any others, but I know for a fact that something about Mary and Kingpin and, and Three Stooges all made me laugh. And then we come to their uh, first movie, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Is this their first? But this one was like, people loved this movie. I don't understand that. Uh, because it was not good and it was super homophobic and not not funny. I really thought it was going to be funny. I'll and say this: I laughed one time, but gun to my head, I couldn't remember what it was at. I was about to ask. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's it's the story is these two roommates that are kind of dumb. Uh, it's a road trip movie where they travel across the country to give someone back their money. Uh, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels play the dumb guys. Jeff Daniels is Jeff Daniels is absolutely the best part of the movie, but a hundred percent, yeah, not as funny as I I would have liked. Uh, nope. Very like he's doing everything he can, but and I, I'm fine with him. And Jim Carrey, I don't dislike as much as you, but I did not like him in this movie. Uh, not just not funny. There was not like the like no physical humor that made me laugh. Lots of lots of gross out jokes that usually make me laugh didn't make me laugh in here. Uh, no, yeah, just lots of shit jokes and fart jokes and yeah, and they usually but, make me laugh, but they weren't good in this movie. There was, no, these was ones bad. like left a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, I mean for lack of a better term, yeah. And I and I'm I was actually. Extremely disappointed. I expected to come in here and you kind of being lukewarm about it, and me just talking about how funny it was. So I'm really disappointed that we don't get to play that. I mean, I I thought you'd laugh at more parts than I did. I mean, I thought you'd laugh at some parts, but not as many parts as I did. But I absolutely don't think I laughed at any parts in this movie. Like, not at yeah. all. Like, no, it, it, it was just dumb. It was just it was hard. It was actually hard to get through. 
It really was. The, yeah, you mentioned the homophobia. It was, there was also, like, they're supposed to be, like, these, like, simpletons and kind of, like, innocents, you know, because right. they're just really dumb. And those but, are the like, characters the, I usually the, love and really laugh at. Go ahead. Same. But then in this, like, they're... Their like sexual stuff was just creepy and gross, so it yeah it was a very bad combination. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, Jeff Daniels was great, and so was Charles Rocket, who I always like seeing. And it sucks that he killed himself, but he's a very funny actor. Go ahead. No, no, that yeah, that's right. I I did think Jeff Daniels was really good, uh, but that's like that's very faint praise. Yeah, for yeah. this movie. Although I will say that I, it, he was good enough that I noticed, like he was he was doing a good job with what he was given. Right, right. And I did think the idea of a of like driving around in a like basically Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile um, was funny, but they didn't do anything with it. They didn't do anything with it. Yeah. And even the stuff, I, I guess I, I should take it back. I think I laughed a little bit in the beginning when he's dealing with, like he's giving food to the dogs, like saying, like reading out what each dog wanted and the dog comes and gets it. That was, I don't think it made me laugh, but it made me like, Oh, that's amusing. Right. But it, that was it. That's all, all we saw from the dogs. And it was, it was a tough movie to get through. I, I have to say, I know I like, I don't even know really what to say about it it was just bad and i have a, i mean it must have been jim carrey was on a hot streak and that's why this did so well i think no no i think this started his hot streak this was the beginning oh, like i think this was his first i might be wrong about that i should look at his filmography but i'm pretty sure this is like this was before his Ace first Ventura. big one yeah out of out of like, uh in living color yeah his, his first starring role i'm looking now no i'm wrong it, well I'm right. It's the same year. Like Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber all came out the same year. So he was just on a on a hot oh, streak. Damn. Yeah. Uh, well, but I, I mean, I think maybe Ace Ventura, aside from the transphobic transphobic ending, was is probably still funny. And The Mask, I I think is as as funny as it was, which isn't super funny, but had had its parts. But this Dumb and Dumber did not. It, no, it's it's garbage. Yeah, and I mean, one thing I really hate to see is, like, people that I actually like in terrible movies, and, like, I don't know, like we've talked about, I don't blame them, people need to work. Right. But, like, because, like, Harlan Williams I always find funny, but he was just, you know, like a bit part as a cop, and Terry Garr was in it as the stepmother, they didn't use her to any effect. And that this is near the end of her career, really. Yeah, yeah. And I had just watched, we'd watched or rewatched uh, After Hours the previous week, and she was in that, and I was like, oh man, Terry Gar is so awesome. They, I mean, she, they could have done. When you have people like this, why don't you give them better shit? Yeah, yeah. That's all. I really hate when people who are objectively funny can't be funny. Right. Yeah. They don't, they're not given a chance to be funny. Yeah. It was, it was utter garbage. 94. I mean, I don't know who even remembers. It's all like 
the nineties just all kind of blur together to me, but I, I don't even remember what was going on in comedy other than I guess uh the mask and Ace Ventura. Yeah. But I I think this is the the start of the re- revitalization revitalization of silly comedies. I think before that that they weren't around as much. Like the the naked guns had kinda or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe the naked guns were still big. The naked gun movies I bet hold up. But I think Yeah. Uh, Especially O.J. Yep. Oh, of course. What, I wonder what he did after those movies. I, I haven't seen him in much. I don't know what what became of him. I know. He must have a bad agent. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they approached Beck, and they wanted Loser to be the, the theme song for the movie, and he said, nah. Yeah. Hey, Beck. Good job. <laughs> the quote from him is pretty good. I, I remember getting a phone call one day. My manager said, there's a film. They want to use Loser as a theme song. There's a long pause. And he said, the name of the film is Dumb and Dumber. And I just remember that sums up what the world thinks of me at this point. I tried to have fun with it, not to take it too serious. But at the same time, it was a little disheartening sometimes. (laughs) So he said no. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever the reason, it was the right choice. There's some pretty good songs in, in in the movie. Jesus Christ, I don't even remember. I should look up the soundtrack. Yeah, there. I mean, there, there's that New Age Girl song. They played that at some point. I remember liking that at the time when that came out. I can't remember how it goes. Oh, yeah. they. Oh, no. Never mind. But, oh, yeah. They had uh, Crash by the Primitives. I did remember that. They had uh, Butthole Surfers. Yeah. D-Light. Yeah, they did have some good songs. They also had some shitty songs. Like, they have, uh, they had... The worst XTC single, Ballad of Peter Pumpkinhead, but it was done by Crash Test Dummies, which is like the most 1994 thing <laughs> about this movie. Green Jelly. In any case, yeah, it there was, was a movie. It was a set in the good 90s. songs on the soundtrack. Yes. People were in it. I don't know why. I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> thought they were doing um it's yeah it's really i was thinking about it after i saw it because like literally i don't even remember how it ended like i remember so little about it after having watched it fairly recently that that i was like this movie is just it's it's a nothing like it's really it almost doesn't exist and you've never (laughs) you've never seen it before I have not. No, no. Yeah, me neither. Because I worried it was going to be this. Actually, I didn't even think it was going to be this bad. No, I, I like. I, I thought there would be silly things I would laugh at in it. Right. But. Yeah, this didn't have that. But did you? So you liked there's something about Mary, or at least appreciated it. I did. I when I yeah. saw it in theaters, I was yeah. busting up. And yeah, same with Kingpin. But there, but I mean, uh, to be fair, there is something about seeing one of these kind of comedies in the theater where other people are laughing, and it's kind of yeah, it that's out. true. But I still, I mean, I didn't see there's something about Mary in the theater. I saw that on TV and I laughed uproariously at it. So I, I don't think that's the problem with Dumb and Dumber. I think it's just maybe it was funny at the time because of time and place and there wasn't this. But it, it, I know a lot of people, you included, say a comedy does not does not age. And I think that's true for some comedy, but other comedies do. And I, so I don't know. It's it's hard yeah, to judge. I know. It's like there there's some magic formula for what holds up that nobody really knows. (laughs) So, yeah, but yeah, this was not one of them. And and I would imagine if 
I watched, like there's something about Mary or Kingpin now, they would be problematic. Oh, I'm sure, but I just don't think it would be at least to be funny. I, I, I can, yeah, yeah, I, I think problem, so. problematic fest. I can, like this movie is problematic, but also like infinitely unfunny. There's nothing funny about this movie. Yes, so. exactly. And I, I think, but see, I think with like, there's something about Mary, a lot of the uproarious laughter came from the shock of what was happening. And so I don't know if it would be as funny on a rewatch. Maybe not. When you already know. Yeah, but yeah, but still, a million times funnier than this piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> um, and I think the other crime with this movie is that it's just, it was just so, so boring. There's not much to talk about. Yeah, that's, that is the real crime. I mean, we're, we're only like 12 minutes in. I don't even know what yeah, else to say. I mean, except of course I'd recommend it to everybody, <laughs> but, uh, what? I do like looking at Steve Martin and Martin Short famous from our last episode, both turned down the role of Lloyd. Yeah, no, I mean, and this was Clifford year, so even Martin Short had some awareness. Gary Oldman and Nicolas Cage also were considered. And I, I guess Gary Oldman was just like, yeah, uh, I'm busy. But Nicolas Cage wanted to do it. He just asked for too much money. And he did Leaving Las Vegas instead. A movie I disliked at the time. Uh, maybe I like it now. I doubt it. For different reasons than why I dislike this. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I remember seeing Leaving Las Vegas and being like, "Oh, that—that's what you consider great." But you being the Academy. Apparently, this came long enough after Ace Ventura that Carrie Carrie was able to negotiate his salary. So this was definitely like long enough after Ace Ventura that people oh. knew him. So. Yeah, so that could have been a fa- I mean, well, that could have been a factor in it having high box office, but I, I right, swear yeah. I think people actually liked this movie, right? Yeah. I, I, Ebert laughed uproariously at the, the blind kid with the bird. You know, it it wasn't a bad joke. It just wasn't done well. No, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, so there's a prequel and a sequel. Next week, we're going to do both of those. Jesus Christ. Can you even imagine the the I don't know which one it was, the prequel or the sequel. Although I guess it must have been the prequel. Didn't even have the stars in it. Right. Right. Yes. I don't even recognize that. Like Derek Richardson. I don't know who that is. Oh, he wasn't strange with candy. So he's done some good things. Some comedy. Yeah. And uh, Eric Christian Olsen was. In it, I don't know him either. So, not even like I can't even tell if it's some. I, 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 out of morbid curiosity, I might watch it sometime. And then the the sequel. Well, it can't be worse. Yeah, and but the the prequel had nothing to do with the Farrelly brothers, aside from you know they created the characters, but not directed by, not written by. It's all Troy Miller. So maybe it is better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, ah, America. Troy Miller. The other movie Troy Miller directed was Run, Ronnie, Run. The famous. Oh. <laughs> so he also knows good comedians as well. So his his feature film record is uh, uh, Kathy Griffin, A Hell of a Story, which I guess is like a, a stand up comedy show. Yeah. Dumb and Dumberer, which is a prequel. Run, Ronnie, Run. 
the announcement, which is some BBC thing, and Jack Frost, that Michael Keaton movie that is. Uh, oh, I haven't seen it, heard about it on How Did This Get Made? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. just been made fun of for years and years. Anyway, uh, I'm pretty much done with, done with Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, I don't fuck know. this movie. Let's we'll we'll just take a break and come back with uh, whatever the hell the other one is. Um, me time. All right, we'll be right back. Me time from is it 2023? Uh, I think it's 2022. 2022. Okay. Do you know uh, if this was released in the theaters or was it just it's uh, Netflix? Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You didn't laugh at all in Dumb and Dumber. I didn't laugh a single time in this. I don't remember, but if, 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 if at all, it was not very often. It was kind of frustrating because I expected, again, I mean, I've seen some Netflix comedies, and they're usually, like, not great, but they're at least silly fun. And that's what I expected here. But this was not even silly fun. It just was kind of frustrating. It was – like, this is the first movie I've seen where I, like, legitimately wouldn't be surprised if it was written by AI. Yeah. It It was, was like – absurd, yeah. It just – No, absurd's the wrong word. But, yeah, it didn't make sense. Yeah. And – Every single joke you see coming up Fifth Avenue, like every plot point, you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. You're following this formula exactly for a comedy, but it's fucking awful. And I was looking up the writer, director. He he did I Love You, Man, which I think was good. I Love You, Man's really good. Yeah, I didn't know he did that. Everything else is terrible. Zoolander, Meet the oh, Parents. Zoolander, Zoolander's good. Zoolander's a very funny movie. Oh, I haven't movie. seen it. I'm just I've Meet the it. Parents is good too. Well, he didn't. He wrote Meet the Parents. He wrote that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, Meet the Parents is funny enough, and Zoolander's good. I'm I'm looking at the list now. Duplex, I don't know, and he was just an actor in that anyway. Meet the Fockers, I never saw that one. I, uh, Long came Polly, I've heard bad things about. I love you, man. Is great. I love that movie. It's it's oh, that's definitely goddamn. Yeah, along came Polly was awful. Uh, I saw we saw that in the theaters. I don't know why. Um, yeah, no, of course. Yeah, meet the Fockers. So he's had. Uh, two I have movies. nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Is that meet the Fockers Hi, or hilarious. meet the parents? I don't know which one it's in. Anyway, I. I he did I love you man so I'll say he's had a good career just for that. Yeah, I'll say he knows comedy at least to Although some extent. Although someone else it's it's Larry Levin whoever that is the story so maybe he's the one the, like the brains behind that operation. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but who cares? Honestly, I think, well, number one, speaking of, uh, racists, Mark Wahlberg, really not my favorite person to watch in movies. Just no, like him so much, but, but he can be funny. Like, so that's again, that's it's frustrating. See, that's the thing. I think like they're not my thing, but like both he and Kevin Hart have charisma yep. and they can like I, I recognize that and they can do good jobs on things. They just uh, they're both trying here. The the material Phoenix. does not work and they're they're trying to do so much in this movie. Like there's the. Relationship between Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg's characters is part of it that they're like their best friends and they've grown apart. So they're working with that. And then there's on top of that, there's Mark 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 Marky Mark being a like a fraud, basically. So there's there's right. that part of the story. And then there's the relationship between the wife and Kevin Hart. And then there is the, right. between and the son and Kevin Hart. And all this stuff is none of it is well done. Not one piece of it is well done. No, it's all incredibly stupid and like i don't know i don't want to say formulaic again but because it doesn't even do it justice to how no, bad it is but like formulaic at least you're like there's some satisfaction with them following the formula but like i mean it's not i guess i'm i guess my point is it's not a good formula if they're just no it's not it's not yeah it's, i i mean i don't mean to be so bad like I do like Netflix movies. I do like some of them when they're really bad. It's kind of enjoyable to like. For, I'll make a recommendation for a bad comedy I watched recently that I like. That'll be my recommendation at the end. So I don't have a, a problem with bad comedies, but they need to be funny. They need to either be funny or have some kind of heart to it. And this had neither. Like no. I, I like the like you know Kevin Hart goes with Mark Wahlberg to the birthday party out in the middle of nowhere, which made no sense. And but you don't like anybody. No. There's no reason. It doesn't make sense why 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 Kevin Hart's doing what he's doing. It doesn't make sense. What, it's it's just a it's just a mess. <laughs> no, it's I, it. I mean, this also could have been from 1994. I feel like, with, especially with some of the topics, like, oh no, man, you got the house to yourself. You got to go out and live life. And right with and with the henpecked. Um, uh, Friends, yeah, like, husband, and yeah, like, yeah, what are you doing, dude? Like, this is 2022. I think, oh, I, yeah. I, there's something I did like about the movie. I just remembered, uh, I don't know who played played the wife, I, I don't know, but her father, Regina uh, Hall. Oh, yeah, John Amos, man, John, he was great. <laughs> he had That's, very little to do, and like the things he was saying wasn't very funny, but he made them funny. He was just, he was yes. above the material. He, he was the only one. Like I said, they were trying, although, you know, with Kevin Hart, I think it's more like it was definitely written for him so he could kind of cruise through it and do his thing. Right. But, it but he was still trying to sell it. But, uh, yeah, John Amos effortlessly. Yeah, he was, uh, he was elevated. excellent. And his his wife was uh, 227. I don't know the actress's name. I'm sorry. Um, really? I, I don't think I remember who but, the wife was. But um, she was good as well. Like, they both. They were both like, man, fuck it. We're we're old actors and we know what we're doing. We're just right. gonna come in here and do our our shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like the, this. It's not even like you said. Like it followed a formula. The script. It was more like 
somebody paid way too much money to go to a weekend screenwriting seminar. And then they were like, okay, I get it now. Let's, uh, I'm going to write, I've seen comedies. I'm going to write it based on my two days experience. <laughs> I, I mean, this dude should be embarrassed to have written this. Yeah. It's not, it's not good. No. And I don't, I mean, I don't know what Netflix's deal is like with movies like this. I don't know if they're, everybody's trying to do like the, the Marvel thing where like you have to appeal to every country. So you really water shit down and stuff, you know? Um, but it kind of seemed like that to me, although there was, again, like there was also shit humor, which was not funny. Once again, the whole, the whole thing with killing the turtle or harming the turtle. Yes. We didn't even talk about the plot, but it's cause it doesn't fucking matter, man. It's yeah. just a bunch of shit thrown together in a blender hoping something good will come out of it and it didn't it did not yeah and well also Regina Hall the the wife Kevin Hart I don't it I think the first thing I saw her in was whatever that fucking Hulu series was with Nicole Kidman and like all these women go out to this retreat and take drugs and shit I don't know but like Oh, she was she in played, that? Yeah, she played her character so fucking weird in that. Like, all her choices were like, I'm like, are you a psychopath or are you mentally challenged? Like, I couldn't, t- it, it like really put me off her, but she's like in everything now. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that was her character. I remember now. I, yeah. I can't even remember if I finished watching that show. You don't need to. If you didn't, um, yeah, it's awful, but, uh, yeah, you're not the good Regina, Regina King, get her in here. She could have done something. That's not fair. Regina Hall was fine as well in this. Yeah. She didn't have anything to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Like I was, it was heartening to see that it had like 7% on Rotten Tomatoes and 32% from the audience. So nobody liked it. I I mean I mean I want Netflix to make more comedies. I like these like mid-range comedies. I like that they get made. I just wish this I wish this one and all of them were better. Yeah, I think the, the what I don't know who executives, the writers or whatever are like, oh we got Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg. How could it be bad? You know, right. I think it's one of those kind of things and um you know, yeah, I, I don't know. Think, the Adam Look Sandler, at other that, Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg movies that were bad. It can be done. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. The the Adam Sandler movies I've seen on Netflix have been pretty funny. So they can't like you know I wouldn't say the the funniest things ever, and I wouldn't say like I wouldn't even recommend people watch them. But they're they're not a waste of time like this one was. This one I just I, I wanted to fast forward through it. It was just that bad. But the 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 Adam Sandler ones on Netflix are they're not great, but they're at least passable this is just like this is terrible yeah this is terrible i mean the only one i saw was of the adam sandler was the wrong missy because of lauren lapkus and i I, loved that movie just because lauren lapkus i didn't like it at all but it was still better than this yes i mean i the movie itself was okay but uh lauren lapkus in it was so funny that it made it yes i mean i just liked seeing her but the movie was garbage the the scene where she gets to the suite and just like runs through it screaming, 
you're rich. You're rich. It's just every time makes me laugh. I could watch it a million times. I laugh every time. So that, just that scene is everything is, is better than everything in this movie. Uh, the murder mystery was another one that he did on uh, Netflix and it's her, him and Jennifer Aniston. And it's, it's fine. It's funny. It's, it's okay. So yeah, I, but it's, it's, it's an Oscar award winning movie compared to this is, is my point. Yeah, I know. What is it? I mean, between this and Dumb and Dumber, I don't even I don't know that I could pick anything. Either I, one over the other. They're both awful. Like I, I guess just because of the cultural reputation of Dumb and Dumber, I'd say Dumb and Dumber is better. Because it spawned better things. Like, you know, there's something yeah. about Mary I think is probably still a funny movie and that wouldn't have happened without Dumb and Dumber. But this Me Time, this is nothing is gonna come after Me Time and say this only happened because of Me Time. This Me Time is just gonna just go away and never no one's ever gonna talk about it. Right. There's not gonna be a Me Time two even. <laughs> yes. Well maybe they will be, I don't know. You never know. Sometimes you'll see a but I, there shouldn't be, is the point. <laughs> what did you know, I didn't even see what Dumb and Dumber had on Rotten Tomatoes. Let me check. Uh, Dumb and Dumber is... With older movies on Rotten Tomatoes, the um, the critic score is not as easy to see, I think, because it's, like, it's not going to be everybody. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I just clicked on Dumb and Dumber, and apparently there was a cartoon series that the, they did that came up first. The audience uh, score is eighty four percent. The tomato meter is sixty eight percent. Yeah, that's. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe things were funnier, were considered funny back then that aren't anymore. Like Laugh In was, but I don't think so. I don't think I would have liked this when it came out. In fact, I know I wouldn't have. Gene yeah. Siskel liked it. Well, he's dead now, so it yeah. yeah, it got a, a lot of re- high reviews from Owen Gleiberman liked it and he doesn't like anything. Well, maybe he shouldn't be a critic then. Because if this is the one he chose. No, I, it's weird that they gave this not a, a spot because list, the wording it I would give it a B minus, but the the pull quote is Dumb and Dumber, which features Carrie and Jeff Daniels as, as nitwits traveling cross country is afraid string of gags posing as a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think my disagreement there would be I didn't think there were gags there. Right, gags. I was gonna say yeah, no, there were concepts. Uh, we might just be in the minority on this one, but I yeah, I don't think we're we're not in the minority for me time, which is what we're talking about now. But yeah, no, I'm happy to be in the minority on Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, and I I don't think anyone would think much of this movie. No, and you said like earlier, you said they have to have heart. They even tried to pretend like there was some heart to what they were doing, but there you didn't feel anything for anybody. Yep. Yeah. It was an attempt and <laughs> even the like the stuff with the son and the kids was like so uh, God, I don't know. And we didn't even mention that uh he gave a heartwarming speech in front of the his kids' school that turned everything around. Yeah. That's, and I think the the part about that was I, I you have to like a character to feel for them. And the Kevin Hart character was like was in charge of that like that talent show. And part of what he did was telling other kids that they couldn't go because his kid was going to have the like the spotlight performance. And it's like 
that's not a likable characteristic for you to be right. in charge. And then the um the the uh the fact that the kid didn't want to do that was something you knew from the entire movie. And again, this is not a likable characteristic and your change of heart. Sorry for the pun is not like, it's not believable. It's just, it's just dumb. All. Yeah. So and it, I, yeah, it's I, very tacked on. And we didn't really mention the, the whole thing with like Kevin Hart getting insanely jealous and thinking his wife's having an affair. Right. With no information and not even talking to, her about it really just coming at her with accusations and it was uh, and when he talks to the person that he's jealous of he's like no he's he's the best architect i've ever seen it's like this is so dumb this is again a not a likable character and like yeah. there's there's no growth there he's, he has to be told that i don't it, i didn't like it i i no no nobody did um yeah Fuck this movie. Fucking bull. Like Andrew Santino was in it and he's fine, but it's a stupid character. And the, like the other people in that school are playing, like they're trying to be funny, but they really aren't. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It was, I don't know. Oh yeah. The, the, I don't even know. I guess she was from the party. The woman who was driving him around, like they're trying to make her that standard. I don't know. Melissa McCarthy type character but it didn't work at all i actually yeah. liked her she was good but it was just too shittily written like she yeah. couldn't she couldn't save the lines that they wrote for her so Ugh. well well this I, was a failure yeah we i think we talked about and i actually started making a list of movies from the decades that i haven't seen about doing a um scott hasn't seen type thing where we um, we both watch movies the other hasn't seen. And um, so, yeah, I started a list for that. That's a much better idea than bad comedies. I really did think these would be like at least grown laugh worthy. Some of them. I, I no. think the problem with bad comedies is when they're not funny, they're not funny, but yeah. a bad drama, it can be funny when it's bad. It can be funny. Yeah. That's it's a good, bad, that's com- true. Bad comedies are a little bit more difficult to take. Like, you know, that what's that famous bad one? The room, that's that's kind of fun to watch. It's kind of yeah. fascinating. I don't know that I would ever watch it again, but I agree. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. Did you ever watch know, the the movie they made about it? The I did. It was fine. Was it? I didn't see that. Yeah, it was. You know. Yeah, it was perfectly fine. Nothing special, but you know, enjoyable enough. Well. Um, Recommendations, Asians, yeah, Asians, Asians, be a Asians, short Asians, episode, but at least we can talk about something we like. Uh, yeah, what do you have? Uh, I haven't watched or enjoyed anything much lately, but I did. Uh, speaking of dumb comedies, I watched No Hard Feelings last night, and I thought it was better than it had any right to be. It's a by oh, the trailer. That has Jennifer Lawrence, right? Correct. And going okay, by yeah. the oh, the trailer, it looks like it's like a raunchy sex comedy, and it really isn't. It's like it has every joke in the trailer is in the movie. So there's there's raunchy sex jokes in it, but it's mostly just a like a coming of age story with a an older woman who is by the parents like paid to befriend a 19 year old in it. It it has all the tropes that you'd expect from that kind of story where he doesn't know what's going on and and finds out. And, but it's it's funny. She is as always really good in the role, and she's very funny in the role. And it 
it has heart. Like it has, like it, it does feel like these people are connected and, and they're the, the process that they're going through is a real one. And it, I, I thought it was a good movie. All right. Well, uh, let's I see what that, rec- speaking of that, let's see if, uh, Rotten Tomatoes oh, agrees with Rotten Tomatoes score. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Audience score 87%, tomato meter 71%, which I think that's oh, fair. Not bad. Yeah. And it's nice to see, like, this one wasn't a Netflix one, went straight, I went into theaters and, yeah, that's, that's good to see those come off. I, I like these light comedies getting to theaters. It has good cast with Jennifer Lawrence, but also Natalie Morales, who's a favorite of mine from, uh, well, she was Parks in Parks and Rec and... for a minute and, uh, she's a, she, she's there in a bit part and Matthew Broderick playing one of the parents. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I will recommend on Max telemarketers. Huh. Uh, friend of the podcast david recommended it so i checked it. it's only three episodes it's a documentary um it's really i was like when i first started watching it, i was like yeah telemarketers are shitty people no shit but <laughs> it goes way way beyond that and gets way more fucked up oh, where you're like funny. oh it goes into congress and all <laughs> this shit you're like oh my fucking god anyway um, yeah, it's really, it's really good. And it's made by these two dudes who worked for this telemarketing firm. That's funny. And they had, they had filmed shit at work. So they had all this. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Telemarketers. Check it out. Speaking of math, Matt, of Max, have you been watching or did you finish watching Righteous Gemstones or do you like that show? No, we haven't even, I think we watched a couple episodes. I couldn't get into it, but. Oh, I oh, think it's really you, good. You enjoy it? I'll. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we'll yeah. try it again. There's nothing fucking on anymore. It has, uh, like, the story's fun and the cast is excellent. Like, everybody, Walton Goggins is as good as expected and John Goodman's great and, uh, I forget her name. The, the, she owns the hotel and on Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's great in it and, yeah, it's a, it's a great cast and the story's good enough. It, it's that, I, I guess, I mean, I had not seen his other shows. I have not watched Eastbound and Down or, I forget what else he's done, but yeah, it's, it's that same. I think it has the same feel as the other ones, but I think it's, I actually think it's, I did watch a little bit of vice principles and I think this is better than vice principles. So anyway, it's worth, it's worth watching. Not Um, a recommendation, but it is a a recommendation. Well, yeah, I mean, something you had recommended, uh, I'll also recommend, I don't know if it was a recommendation, but you told me about it. Um, Oh, fuck. Of course, I can't think of the name of it now, but Craig Robinson and uh, and the Australian woman. Oh, oh yeah. I love that. Yeah, bang bang. I did tell and, you about that. It's great. I can't. Yeah, I, when we started watching the first episode, I was like, I don't really want to watch a show about um, people trying to kill snakes for money. But like I was like, I don't that premise isn't funny enough to me, but. We, yeah, we finished it. I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's way, it's about way more than, yeah. It's called Killing It. Killing It, yeah. It's basically about, you know, the problems of capitalism, which is what a lot of things seem to be about these days. You finished both seasons then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the second season. Uh, did you watch, oh, I can't remember. I'm so bad with these names. I don't mean to. Uh, it, it also has a, a uh, comedy bang bang like uh 
writers are on it. The the host was on. Scott hasn't seen it's the it's based on this. I'm gonna look it up because I can't think of it. Uh, it's based on a yeah. video game, Twisted Metal. Oh, it's on it's on Peacock and it it's very silly but very funny and very well done. It stars yeah. the dude who plays the Falcon from the Marvel movies and uh, Rosa from Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'll tell you this: I got about one minute into the first episode and I was like, "Oh, I can't do this right now." <laughs> what happened in the first minute? I don't know. It was just. It was just too much. It's very, it's very like a eighties. I was like, yes. I was like, oh, a meta joke already. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of that. Yeah. But I, I, I do think it's good, and it has good relationships, which I always like when a show does that well. So, yeah. Good. See, we we managed to get as many good recommendations as we had bad movies. More, yeah. even we doubled it. You gotta try. So, uh, yeah, this is a short episode. Uh, who cares? You're not paying for it. Um, Pat will tell you what you need to do at this point in your lives. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Rate us highly on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. And most importantly, tell your friends to listen. Yeah, tell them it's, it's what friends are for. I really, I mean, we don't. I always say it. We don't really have any kind of real social media presence. I'd just say, tell your friends to listen uh, and and email us. You know, those are the two I would focus on. Yeah, we haven't gotten an email in a long time. So come on, people, I mean, we, email yeah. us. We took that short break. Maybe, you know, people forgot. Maybe. But uh, in any case, until next time, Dodo Birds, goodbye. Goodbye.